0: Hey, everyone. This is your host, Paula and welcome to another episode of Glap Short Talks. So for today, I would want to talk about the different kinds of love. And there are six kinds. But before we get to that, I want to first talk about the three main parts of love, or what are the three main parts that love is composed of. So the first one is intimacy. Of course, we know what intimacy is, you know, emotional component, Involves how much we like, feel close to, and are connected to another person. It grows steadily at first, slows down, then levels off. So the features here are holding the person in high regard, sharing personal affect with them, and giving emotional support in time of need. The second one is commitment. Again, we know what this is. Cognitive component. Occurs when you decide you truly love the person. It's usually non existent at the start. I'd probably say 99.9% of the time. It is the last to develop. And the third one is passion. Motivational component of love, first of the three to develop, involves attraction, romance, and possibly even sex. And these are the three main components or main parts of the different loves. Like what I mentioned, there are six kinds of love out there, and not all of them have all three of these. There are two that have all three, but maybe of a different leveling, if that makes sense. So let's talk about the six different kinds of love. In no order at all, the first one is agape, selfless and unconditional, prioritizes your partner's needs. Second, pragma, seeks love based on logical and practical fit. Third, eros, energetic, passionate, and romantic in love. Fourth, storage, seeks love. Rooted in friendship, familiarity, and commonality. Fifth, mania seeks loyalty and reassurance in love. Six Ludos, flirty, playful, and lighthearted in love. Now I kind of I want to talk about each of these loves right now. So the first one I would talk about is a gape love, where again this is selfless you want to prioritize your partner, your partner's needs and all of that. And that is fine. Because if you're like that and you have a partner who's like that, then all of your needs are met. My only, I wouldn't say a problem, but the thing about me is that what I've mentioned in my past episodes, wherein it's unconditional love versus meaningful love. I'm not a firm believer that unconditional love exists, as all of you would know. I believe that When we love someone, there is always a condition. And that is fine. That is absolutely fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Maybe you love this person because they make you feel great. Maybe you love this person because they make you happy. Maybe you love this person because they make you feel safe. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But we shouldn't call it unconditional. Like what I've mentioned before, we should call it a meaningful love. A love we're in, you value each other so much and so deep. That is what I feel is what we should call it. So in my opinion, that's a agape love. Selfless, meaningful love prioritizes your partner's needs. Second, pragma. So with pragma, again, this is more on the logical and practical fit. So This is where I come in. So there's this app I downloaded. It's an amazing app to all my listeners out there. uh, When you have the time, go to to whatever store you call that where you get your apps and type Dimensional. So Dimensional is this amazing app that will tell you so much about yourself. And when I first downloaded it, it took me around 30 minutes or maybe slightly a bit more to answer all the questions. But I have zero regrets answering them. Why? Because I learned so much more about myself, especially on the love part. Because I always wondered, what kind of lover am I? And what kind of love am I seeking You know, in this age of mine, where I am right now in my life? And after answering it, I found out that my top two loves are pragma and agape, which is amazing. Because the thing is, agape and pragma or pragma and agape are the two kinds of love that can coexist. Because you can start out as a pragma lover, then end up becoming a agape love. Because you know, for me right now, I'm 30 years old. And you know, I've said in the past that I feel old. Some people say it's not that old, but that's just my opinion. But right now, I I I tell I've told myself that when it comes to dating people, I want to do it the right way. And so right now, because you know in my youth, I like dating. Uh, pretty people. always, always that that was my that was my weakness in my youth. I'm not trying to you know try to be uh, boastful or anything. But the thing is, when you get to my age and you realize that you know maybe it's time for me to be stable with someone, and I realize that's what I want. I became a pragma kind of lover in that sense. Because now when, I'm, when I date people, I'm looking for someone who has a job or understands the kind of job that I have, the stresses that I have, my hectic schedule, and all of these things. They don't necessarily need to work in the same industry or do the same job as me. But I need someone who can understand what I'm going through. That's very important for me. The second thing is I want, I need someone who has the same morals as I do. Because if me and this person don't have the same beliefs or morals, I doubt our relationship would work out. I mean, that's just my opinion. I'm sure there are those out there who found a way to make it work. And honestly, good job to you guys. That's completely amazing. But for me, that's not it, you know? So that's the pragma in me that it's based on logical and practical fit. Heck, I just want to date someone who's also very practical in life, because I'm sure we all know inflation is pretty bad right now and all cost of living is crazy and all of that. The next love is Eros. So how do I explain Eros or how do I describe Eros? It's all infatuation. You know, infatuation is very shallow. There's no commitment. There is no um, maybe there is passion, sure, but I mean there is uh, passion. Sorry, it's just that there's maybe no commitment and not much intimacy. Then there's your storage, which is your, your the love you have for your friends, friendship, you know, stuff like that. Then you have your mania ludo. So these two are very similar in the sense that they're both intimacy and passion, which you know is pretty. Interesting, right? Because remember, mania is you seek loyalty and reassurance and love. And ludos is the flirty, playful, and lighthearted love. So they're kind of opposites. And yet they have the same components. Right? So I'm going to tell you something about me. I think I have experienced all six. So there was a time in my life, of course, you know, I make friends. I still have three best friends who I've been friends with for such a long time. That's my storage. Eros, oh, you know, I would be so infatuated by so many different people, whether it's because of how they look, because they're they're very artistic. You know, one of my greatest weaknesses is someone who's artistic, especially if they know how to sing or play an instrument. Such a big weakness of mine. Then, uh, when I was a young adult, I was a mania kind of lover. When I would always want loyalty, I needed reassurance that the person really loved me, and all these things. Then after that, I became a ludus kind of lover. You know, flirty, playful, you know, wanted to date so many people. You know, I was the kind of person we're in when I was young, you know, I'd be like, oh, hey, guys, this is, you know, insert this person's name, blah, 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 and all of these things, right? Then now, where I am in my life and where I want to be and who I want to be with, I'm a pragma kind of lover. And see, eventually, I know that from pragma, I will become an agape kind of lover. I'm not saying this happens to everyone. As I mentioned before, we all experience life differently. We experience pain differently. We experience love differently. But for me, I have experience with all six. The next thing I want you to do is I want you to imagine a triangle. All right? Let's call this the theory of love, or the theory, or how about just call it the love triangle? I'm I'm borrowing from Sternberg, if I'm not mistaken, that's his name because he did have his own triangle. So, to Robert Sternberg, thank you. So let's have the triangle of love, right? So imagine a triangle. To your left side, it's all the passion and intimacy. So your ludosmania is there. And your lower left is the Eros, pure passion, infatuation. Then to your right is your intimacy and your commitment. So you have your pragma, your companionate love. Then to the lower right, you have your decision commitment, which is just empty love. You know, you're just committed to that person maybe because you're afraid to be alone or whatnot. Then in the mid, you know, on the top part of the triangle, which is the middle, is the storage, which is your friendship kind of love. Then now imagine inside the triangle. In the inside of this triangle, you have your agape, which is your consummate love, which is intimacy, plus passion, plus commitment. Because pragma is intimacy and commitment. Maybe there's a bit of passion, but the two main ones are intimacy and commitment, right? Maybe some, some, some passion, but agape has all three. Now, consummate love is there for everyone, so as long as they know how to keep love. And companionate love, which is different from consummate love, is a more tamed down version of consummate love. It's the same foundation, but with less passion. So again, it does have passion, but not as much as consummate love. So the thing is, you may be wondering, why are we talking about the different kinds of love? Why is our iglap short talk today about the six kinds of different love? And my answer to you is it's because when you go out there and you if you decide to date again and all of those things, there are two things I want you to reflect about and to think about. First, what kind of lover are you right now? Are you a pragma like me, an agape, an eros, a storge, a ludos, mania, etc.? Or are you the others? And the next thing I want you to think about is What kind of love you're looking for? In this time of your life, you need to start thinking about yourself. And you need to start thinking about what you want. You know, you shouldn't just go blind. You know, if you decide to go and date again, or you decide to date for the first time or whatnot, don't, don't go out there blindly. Go out there knowing who you are as a lover and what you want. The kind of love you want. So, again, from the six kinds of love, I want you to remember that agape and pragma, they work hand in hand. Right now, I'm a pragma. Eventually, I could become an agape. But if you try to... If you're a pragma or you're in a gate and you try to work out a relationship with the others, you know, like an eros, mania, or ludos, more likely than not, it may not work out. Because remember, ludos, they're just flirty, playful, and they're lighthearted. Mania, I just don't see it work. You know, I felt that I was a mania before, and I don't think I would have been ready for anyone who's a pragma or a gate. Emotionally speaking, I mean. And for your eros, it's all infatuation. The thing is, right now, I feel that a lot of people right now don't know who they are in terms of what kind of lover they want and what kind of love they want. And so for me, before you go out there, reflect. Know who you are and know what you want. The reason for that is you will lessen your chances of being heartbroken. You will lessen the chances of you hurting someone. We must start knowing ourselves better. Especially when it comes to the kind of lover you are and the kind of love that you want. Reflect first. Then go out there. This has been another IGLAP Short Talk episode. Thank you again so much. IGLAP, the main show, will be back next week, Thursday. And of course, IGLAP Short Talks will be back next Sunday. Until then, thank you for the support. Take care, everyone. Goodbye.